0: We're live!
1: Oh <laughs> shit! Woo! Hello, Maybe. and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop Podcast. We're getting ready to playtest uh, a couple of magic systems for Core. Uh, I don't have a name for this episode. We might come up with something while we're playing. Who knows? Doesn't really matter. But it's d and D type adventure. Uh, I'm going to kick it the to top. I'll let them explain what's going on, and we'll uh, we'll jump into it.
2: Uh, okay. So the uh, the the. Uh, which... Damn it, I, this is a great start, great start.
3: Cut back to one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Working title, let's say, is, uh, I don't know, World of the Word, the word. Because uh, weird, which is pronounced somewhere between weird and word, uh, is actually related to both. It's an old Norse term, but it means not only weird, as in what we would call strange weird today, but also has something to do with destiny and with magic. And when I learned that, I thought that's perfect. And we're going to tie this in because this is a magic play test. Uh, you guys are from the far, far cold Northern lands because, uh, half of the table has recently watched Vikings. And so apparently there's, there's a lot of Viking shit going to be in here. It's cold. It's, uh, I, I imagine it's pumped full of testosterone, uh, and battle and, uh, Magic, also, there's magic. Lots of it. It's all around. So let's meet our three heroes and find out what their deal is. They've created, now, there are no classes in core, as I'm sure all of our five or six fans know. And so there's no such thing as saying, I am a, you know, druid or whatever. So it's more about the skills that they bought and the way they've chosen to present those things fiction, narrativism. Let's go, baby. John, you you're up first. Who's Halfred Carlson?
1: Oh shit, I'm first. I mean, let me grab my character sheet. I should be prepared.
2: <laughs> you're, up, you're up on the top level, baby. That's all
1: right. So Halfred is uh, your typical Viking esque person, big beefy dude, you know, 6'6, 280, you know, built like a linebacker, blonde hair shaved on the sides, pulled back with the leather thongs and the big braid and all that. Uh, blue runic tattoos uh, along the sides of the, the shaved head. He was snubbed for uh, from a leadership position in an adventure band due to jealousy from a rival family within the clan. He left his, his home, you know, his clan area uh, to make a name for himself so he could come home triumphant and um, you know assume his rightful place in his mind. He wears a hide armor. Um, you know, when it's snowing and cold out, it has, it's, it's bear fur. And when it's cold and they're like trudging through the snow, he's actually has the bear head up that covers most of his head. And he wields um, it. Up. Large now
2: you're both a, you called yourself a barbarian mage. Yep. So let's hear a little bit about your magic.
1: So his family believes that in the first age, uh, the great bear mother brought humans into existence. There was a, a unity between, um, you know, people and animals. Animals could speak, and they lived in in peace, sharing knowledge. As the as the ages wore on, uh, the animals forgot the secret speech, and men hunted the animals. But still, every generation, there's you know a handful on both sides men, you know, people and and animals that are are still blessed with this knowledge of the of the word and um, he is one of those few um, he does have uh, the ability uh, slight ability to um speak with animals um and he has a defending magic that he channels usually it's uh it takes the shape of a of a shimmering bear that either uh, you know stands in front of a of a of a of a friend or sort of envelops them within the shell of this bear that, uh, helps to protect, the protect his friends.
2: You could have just said stand. I was waiting for you to say (laughs) it. He has this awesome fucking bear stand. Come on. Yeah. That's going to be cool to see in action. Um, and I like the whole mythology that you started to create here because I want to, I want to start dealing with that and working that back in. Now, are you guys from the same clan?
1: I think Jesse and I agreed that yeah. we were Alfred Drake. and
3: Hot Rolfin are.
1: Yeah. Uh, what about, what Drake? about Drake? What
3: I do you don't, think? I don't think he would be. No. You no. Know, um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Is Could, I think. I, go ahead.
0: I was thinking maybe potentially we were. Uh, you know, because you sound kind of it. It sounds somewhat Scottish or whatever from the name potentially. Mm -hmm. So maybe like we raided south and you kind of got picked up as a trophy since you have kind of (laughs) those extra abilities. Okay. And and we're brought back north. So maybe you're not like part of the clan, but you are kind of tangentially.
3: Okay. I'm okay with that.
2: Okay. So talk to me about your clan and the way they deal with this because are you saying that Drake is like chattel slave
1: No. Nah, what are you saying well, i wouldn't say that
0: <laughs> yeah well i perhaps perhaps he originally started out as as a as a captive or a slave and then kind of grew In into ways? yeah grew into his freedom of sorts maybe
2: because he has the power to heal and harm magically right. so On the the one hand, I want to point out that if he is part of the clan, that would make him automatically a valuable person like from the day they realized he had that skill or started training or whatever they do in your clan. Um, But the other thing, if we go with the captured dude, I, I don't think he could be held in bondage for long. I mean, he could literally cause magical wounds to appear on the bodies of his captors.
1: Maybe so uh,
2: if you if you were captured and broke out that was pretty fucking dramatic.
1: Maybe maybe Drake is like one of the the few he maybe he had been one of the few remainders of another war party and you know we we came upon the scene after the fact.
3: Yeah maybe it's something where both tri- like your tribe and my tribe had this like are, but you have a treaty. You have a bond yeah. of honor, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and like, like alliance and, the, and yeah, and then like everybody was wiped out except for Drake and his reanimated parents. Because <laughs> you, you weren't, yeah. you
2: weren't <laughs> captured. You weren't captured. You're like one of the few remaining survivors of an allied clan. Yeah, I like All
3: that. Right. Idea I like better.
0: that.
3: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, uh, that's beautiful. So let's talk about your magic, Drake um my dra- uh, my magic is uh through this school of vitalia which basically deals with life and death he has kind of a skewed outlook on life he ha- he did even before most of his clan or whatever got wiped out he always kind of uh, a lot of his brethren or family or whatever would always find their way find a way to get to they would fight valiantly, but f- always find a way to get themselves killed. So he just kind of like accepts that life and death kind of happen, and he will use the good parts of his magic to help those that he feels deserve it, and then the others he won't as much, and so- almost I- even to some aspect he might even be not not evil but kind of cruel at times just to mm. get ahead and trying to figure out how to be uh the best at the magic that he does
2: okay so he's a loner he's not the type of healer that uh people bring
3: their kid to when he broke his arm yeah not not necessarily no but like if he knows people, like he would know Halfred and, and hot Raffin, like he would do anything for their clan and their people and stuff like that. But if do you live was, among them, yes, I, I would say I do. And like in kind of a, I'm a part of, a, I'm a, I'm a part of it, but also kind of they they put me off to the side. Like, like they, okay. they, they, I'm useful when I'm when I'm useful and I'm not when I'm not kind of thing. I, think. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I feel like you're. This reference doesn't mean anything to you, but other people may get it. You're you're like kind of like the Floki in that you know like here's the village and then you're like in the woods over here because you just don't want to be surrounded by all those people.
3: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so then, like you, know. you
1: come in when you need stuff, or if we need stuff, we go and you know get here or whatever. Yeah, right?
3: and like no, and nobody really, you know, unless. You know, again, unless they're, you know, really expecting it, like I think Todd actually said a good thing. Like, nobody's coming over to see me because they're probably more scared than anything that I will try to do something that I'm not supposed to. Do
1: yeah, They see your parents shambling around that front and they're like, yeah, hey, you know what? We'll, we'll send that other guy. What, what's his name? Hot, hot, Ruffin? We'll, we'll just send him over to talk to that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Drake, you probably have, I don't want to put you on the spot. So I'm going to, um, cut over to Jesse in a second, but I want you to think about your last name, which may be the name of your clan, which is important Mm -hmm. because they're basically wiped out. So think about that. And let's pop over to Jesse. Let's meet this hot (laughs) Ruffin.
0: All right. So yeah, hot Ruffin, whose name actually means uh, bitten by Ravens or the Raven bit when he was a small child. He was actually attacked by a flock of ravens, and so his skin is all like scarred and pockmarked and everything from that moment. But it was actually looked upon as a uh, as both a blessing and a curse because it, when it first happened, he was then uh, deemed blessed by the gods and uh, and would receive their wisdom. So from that point on, he was kind of raised taken away from his family and raised as a seer of for the village.
2: So okay. what are your best skills? What do you what do you Uh
0: so he is his best skills he has a uh or spell casting which he does use to as uh kind of divination, augury, that type of uh stuff to to commune with nature and the gods your... and everything to figure out I'm Sorry. I haven't seen
2: yep. your sheet so I got to ask you what's your brains?
0: Oh, uh, his, my brains is three.
2: Thank you. Sorry.
0: So that's one thing. So, um, uh, actually this is probably a question I should have asked, uh, depends on where I'll put, uh, if, if I'll switch these two skills around or not. Um, <laughs> so with his spellcasting, I was looking at it as, um, not as much studied, but more natural. I was leaning more towards like a, a psyche aspect Kind of going upon, uh, you know, like with Day Trippers, how lucid dreaming can kind of be like a psyche or brains, depending if it's a natural effect or if it's more a... Yeah, learn. I take the I exact
2: don't... same approach here. So that, as a matter of yeah. fact, the approach has been modified by a suggestion from John, uh, which I've worked into Core Complete. So not only do I suggest either brains or psyche for all these magical skills. Mm-hmm. But instead of drawing a hard line on it, I say, you know, actually, if if you see yourself as having a combination of the two mm. or whatever, go ahead. Put the skill in both places, you know, oh, you nobody, go. nobody's yeah. going to cry about it.
0: All right. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I was looking at his spell casting coming much more out of a um, out of a natural kind of um, more of like a communion with nature and with with the so divine that's your that's your psyche like yeah, a that's learned your, skill yeah
2: yeah uh sort so of yeah. like your your intuitive tied to the worldness
0: exactly yeah yeah so when uh, so yeah so he has a 2 in spell casting uh he also, i also uh put two points in religion and then one point in nature as well and Good. then I also have a point in in uh in axe weaponry. <laughs> so cuz you have I have to be able to
3: defend myself.
2: Kurt, what's the name of your your clan?
3: Um oh boy. I couldn't come up with anything. Uh, let's Dead. see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um it sucks cuz I had something raven kind of with my guy too, but I don't, I don't think I want to do that. Now that Jesse kind of took that. Uh, um, uh, So
0: I'm going to, you could, that could be a connection. But I can, I could see that in like the, that the Raven is what called you to become part of us, that it's all one well,
3: <laughs> well, you might not think that when you mm-hmm. see what like his, the back of his robe, his clan's insignia basically is a, almost kind of a mutated skull with a crow inside of the skull, but the crow it's anatomy inside of the skull is very, it's upside down and also broken. So it looks very daunting and very scary. You know, a lot of people are just like, Whoa, you know, that kind of thing. Um, But there's also a, a light behind it too.
2: Your clan had kind of a punk attitude, huh?
3: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> so yeah, you
0: know what the, I, if so if you go with that so I could so uh hottroffen and and Halfred kind of have a, an amicable relationship mm-hmm. it could put us uh it could be uh put myself and Drake in a more confrontational then because yeah. I have been blessed by the Raven while it at first glance at least it appears as though you kind of like curse the raven yeah so I we could kind of like Have steered or at least i steered. i don't i don't want to push too
2: far on this metaphor but i'm hearing something like the gnostic heresy here Mm. like drake's clan who's had such a tragic history that they've almost become nihilistic about it they have a gnostic view of the world the raven is the great god on that we agree Mm -hmm. goes way back but drake's clan the the raven is a, a trickster uh this place is an illusion don't trust people Yeah. So it's a dark raven. In fact, how would you translate dark raven? Let's look that up. (laughs) It it could also
1: be that you know, like Jesse Jesse's character has, you know he feels blessed by being chosen, but Drake you know, it's more of a burden to have these powers than
3: Yeah, it's almost like a curse.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe because of everything that you were saying it's, you know, it's a dark raven. It's not a you yeah. know, bringer of light and wisdom. It's a...
2: Yeah. Drake Darkraven. God, that's that's like so pat, I could literally see it in a bad fantasy novel.
3: <laughs> I figured Jesse's doing the work, so I didn't like Okay, good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's using his Google foo.
3: Yeah. Maybe if we switch
2: the words around. Oh, I like that. Ooh, yeah. All right. If we sort of run that all together into one word, blotarapen. Although I think it'd be a long o, right? Blotar often. Something like that. Than- Sorry, right, I can I can't say that. Sorry. <laughs> 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 Do you want to just sort of americanize it?
3: <laughs> no, that's dark, okay. Dark raffen. No, I like the the Blotar often.
1: We did it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, and and that's actually going to end up uh, end up being important because uh, there's a sort of a commotion going on in the middle of the town. You two guys, at uh, uh, Halfred and, and Holtrop, and you'd you'd gone down to. It's not really an inn; it's more like a shack, but they call it the Broken Barrel, and it's a place everybody gathers to drink. Uh, and you guys are hanging out there and Drake happens to be there too so you have him pull up a chair and you're all talking in general when you realize there's a commotion going on out in the street it sounds like you know either a a, a merchant maybe or some sort of traveling notary something is exciting the people out in the street and you all decide to go have a look and when you do uh you see that it's, it's your old friend Nombor and Nompor comes running right up to Drake. Drake, it's a sign. I know it's a sign. They've taken the last of the Bloteroffin, PQ. He's he's disappeared. Now, you never really had a close relationship with PQ Bloteroffin because he's like 15 years older than you, Drake. But he's a famous adventurer. Uh, He's known for traveling between the towns of the Northern Realms. He's killed many supernatural beasts, uh, disappeared. Uh, You know what? I'm going to gender swap this. I'm sorry, I'm using a module that I picked up somewhere, and I've decided that it just makes more sense for PQ Blodropin to be the last known female adventurer of the Blodropin clan. Known for traveling between the towns of the Northern Realms and killing many supernatural beasts has recently disappeared after accepting a job far to the north, near the landlocked village of Verbal Nook. Now, the village is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but it's often used as sort of a rest point between more important towns way, way up in the frozen north. So a lot of adventurers know the place and have been there before. In fact, sort of a thriving trade that goes on there, magical and enchanted devices. And there's a comfortable inn. Now. Big exciting news. It's not exciting that PQ has disappeared. What's exciting is that the village has gotten together, pitched in for a bounty of 2,000 silver coins for anyone who can rescue PQ, or if the worst has befallen her, dead or alive, bring back her killer. And everybody is looking at you guys because there's really no one else in town who they could even bring this problem to, but they've got the money right here.
3: So Drake, Drake looks at his two buddies and is just kind of doesn't quite roll his eyes, but he kind of, you know, gives that look like, Hmm. It's very interesting that PQ has found her way into absolute trouble. Usually that's not what happens. There are tales far and wide. Halfred
2: and Haltraven, you've heard of of PQ's legendary, legendary hero. slayed the two-headed dragon of the Northern Mountains.
1: From the tales that they tell, it seems like she should be able to hold her own. What do you know about this PQ? She's one of yours.
2: Everyone has heard the tale, but uh, Drake was just a wee lad the last time PQ was ever in his village.
3: Yeah. Tricks like, I know the stories the same as you. I wasn't close with PQ. I was but but a little pint and our clan's, our clan is not not as close as yours as to be able to talk about oh, what have you done today? Well, I went on a natural I went on a big quest. You know, we just we do our thing and we kind of don't really talk about it. We let we let everyone else talk about it.
1: So he he you know, he's still got his, his drinking horn in his hand and mm-hmm. he kinda like he doesn't punch hot but like, you know, like nudges him with the hand with the ale and kind of like spills it all over and he says, This this could be the thing to be known for great deeds to save the mighty PQ from herself and bring her home I- unscathed could be the thing.
0: Yes, to save such a uh, a, a notable warrior uh, would mean us greater than her, and it would mean that that then we would be greater than uh, than this bloda here.
1: <laughs> Perhaps she may even uh, join under our banner. No,
0: ah, uh-uh, let's. We don't need any more of them. This Drake is good enough. He already he already tarnishes. Our clan name anyway
2: i'm oh, of okay he's right there
3: oh yeah, yeah. i keep looking i'm, I'm like know. i'm like <laughs> gesturing to him over my shoulder yeah literally drake actually act you know he's not he's not a man that really has a lot of humor but he actually kind of laughs at that and he kind of is like he kind of scoffs and it's kind of like do you really think that pq cares if you're greater than her than she she is already amassed more than you ever will. Ah 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 ah, but see, see, if
0: if if even if she doesn't care, if we save her, then we are better. And that means that our clan is better than yours. Ah,
3: see. And he he gives he gives hot 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 hat raffin like a very condescending look, and he says, hmm, adds up. <laughs>
1: so so alfred just looks and he says she may not care and drake you may not care but he kind of like waves his hand sloshing his his meat all over uh these these folks will carry it will make a difference to to those in certain positions
3: until they have passed on and then you will be forgotten
1: ah but by then by then, he holds up his hand and he starts shaking his fist. I will be known as the one and I will gain my rightful place. And we he just be. pounds the rest of the the, the horn and he just kind of like tosses it over his shoulder.
2: Nomepur struggles to lift up this large bag with about 2,000 silver pieces in it and plops it onto the cart, which has been tied to the horse while we were all talking. And he says... You know where to find me, just at the edge of town. But I thank you for taking this task because you know, I would have to go all the way to the Valley of Spires to find the next worthy heroes who might take the job. And frankly, you are a lot closer. Let's and see he'll uh, he'll
0: kind it. of nudge up to Nampor a little bit. I say now, now you need you should talk to the guard and and make sure that you could get an extra watch because some some people might try to take that gold, that silver, from you. See, I am helping you.
2: He looks around. There's a lot of people standing around. A lot of people have come out to see the, what's going on. Uh, and you realize that many of these people have actually pitched in a lot of those coins. And they're they're slapping Nampur on the back. Um, and some of them are laughing at you. They're like, we're not going to steal our own money, friend. But you can have it if you go and find that hero.
0: You know, have it to help Red with Drake around the side and be like, We will, we will have it.
2: Oh, you know, it's about three days' journey through the frozen tundra to get to the village of Burble Nook. You guys are going to have to pack up, stay real warm. You got some walking to do, or do you ride horseback? How do you travel?
1: Are there horses available to to those with a wealth probably of zero? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, nobody spent any points on wealth. No wealth, no fame. Uh, okay, at a wealth zero. Actually, uh, if horses are if private ownership of horses is a common thing, then you can have horses, but they're not they're not great horses. They're old horses who. Mm, may or may not probably make it eaten. through. Right.
1: <laughs> no, we probably won't, I mean, we're probably used to walking everywhere. Right. I mean, that's the
2: right. Yeah. Okay.
1: I, I don't like meta. I don't think horse usage was common with Vikings. Right. I mean, it was well, you know, track. obviously
2: we're, obviously we're not on earth, but uh, yeah, I know. I know. So right? Really. The question is, the question is, do horses or something like horses, uh, are they used by your people?
1: I think probably not. Probably I mean, maybe not. in the villages, right? To like plow when they can in that very short season, but but probably not common for, for a lot of other stuff.
2: Okay. Um, let me ask you another question since we're on this animals theme. I want you to remember you were talking about the animal, basically animals tie into your religion in a deep way. Are there any animals that are like domesticated or do you view them all as wild spirits?
1: I'm sure we probably have dogs, right? I mean, that would right,
2: be, yeah, dogs. Um, but even they're probably, you know, while there are
0: dogs, they probably aren't you know, like su- they're they're not probably like household dogs like we know, like we usually have, like we have today, right? It's yeah, they're not like- getting
1: like fifty dollar kibble and toys. T- well, it? Yeah, it's
0: like
2: they're like they're dogs
0: that live within the village kind of thing.
2: <laughs> Like, okay. And Halford, you, you've got like animal related skills. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have a dog or do you have a, a wolf thing you bond with?
1: I, you know, I hadn't thought about that. Um, I'll say no. Cause I didn't, I didn't put any points into it. I didn't think of that. Right. Like he would. Well, so at I, wolf
2: level, O, I I could give you, I could give you like an, an older weak horse, you know, something to get around on, but not something you ride into battle. So I thought, well, okay, you could have a dog, sure, same, same.
1: Mm, maybe, sure, sure. Like a like a big wolfhound or whatever.
2: Whatever's common in this area, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. All right, you're man, gonna want to give your dog
2: a name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, and because then, and so this becomes important. Then. do you travel with the dog?
1: The the dog is old.
2: Hmm. No, it doesn't have to be old, but he's not uh if i put it mechanically uh he has he's a plus zero right, so he's just yeah, a yeah. dog he's not don't count on him in combat right
1: um I, I
2: unless you have animal training and animal bond skills, then you could have Mm-mm.
1: trained him no i I think you would leave him at home I think he leaves him home all right yeah you know, he ruffles his face you know whatever i mean they're sure. working animals right like i said it's not not sort of well you're going to be thing. yeah
2: i and i i sorry to derail but i had to ask cuz you're going to be on the road for 3 days and if you have a dog with you it could be useful you're going to have to camp twice
1: mm. no I, I don't think so I, I think he you know he ruffles the scruff and he you know he speaks to him in in the uh in in the uh, in the old speech and he just tells him you know to to watch you know to watch the hearth to, you know to watch his clan, you know, his family.
2: And you guys head out into the cold, heading north to the village of Bumble Nook. Now, the first night, uh, the weather is ferocious. Terribly, terribly bad. Visibility is extremely low. Uh, It's not quite blizzard conditions, but the wind is whipping up so much snow that it's just very hard to see too far in front of you. And you're pleased when the wind finally dies down a little bit, but it's hard to tell because everything has shifted. If you're still uh, heading in the exact right direction, anybody have navigational skills, survival skill, something like? It's starting to wonder if you might be lost. I have nature.
1: I have tracking, but if we're not, I mean. Could could we parlay tracking into like following the established trail I, that leads? I think to... that I think
2: that uh, Hodoroffin's nature skill is probably more likely because that would maybe you'd know where the stars and planets are supposed to be. So right, yeah. Okay, so give me that, and let me know your highest roll.
0: That's going to be uh, four plus one, five.
2: Yeah, you are in fact slightly off course, and. Pull drop and you know exactly how to correct. But in order to do that calculation, you had to sort of step away from the others a little bit because oh, yeah. they're in a, in a densely wooded area, and you had to get out where there was no branches in the way, and you could kind of figure out, you know, where the various uh, gods are. And that's exactly
0: what he, he, finds, he finds an opening, and he's literally, like, hands, like, out outstretched, like, slowly kind of spinning... To, to get a, a clear view of everything.
2: Okay, and here's here's something I want to show you. Jesse. Yes. You turn to go back to the camp. Oh, Jesus. Hot, yeah, when you turn around to get back to the camp, this thing is between you and them. Uh, right. And it doesn't say anything, and you're not even sure if it's actually uh, human or... Some sort of non-corporeal spirit. It's very hard to tell because there's snow and trees, and this thing is moving. It's between the trees, but its eyes are glowing, and when it moves between two trees, you see it, and you can hear it breathing. Mm.
0: So yeah, as uh, as Haturafen is kind of s- slowly, slowly spinning in a circle to get his bearings, and he speaks out and says, "You know, Jal, do not, do not forbear us." allow us safe passage amongst the woods and and show us the way do not hide yourself and then he he turns and and sees this thing and he says ah Faden is has has given us a guide he's like yes yes what do you bring
2: it dives back behind a tree a little bit further from you but you see those no no no, no. you you see those eyes still watching you you for a second, you think it might—you might have frightened it, but then you see two more coming up behind it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and it's, he'll actually—he'll like not get down it's,
2: its uh yeah. its getting reinforcements.
0: Yeah, and he'll actually get down a little bit, and he go, no, 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 don't, don't, do not, do not worry, do not worry. We are, we are, we are here. Uh, we we are being we are being guided by Jal. Do not worry. Uh, if 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 you are children of Farin. Then, then, then I—I I am as well. I am his eyes. I shall. We—we we are together. Do not worry.
2: Do you have any kind of uh, skill to use here? Any verbal skills?
0: I have a three-inch charm. Good orator.
2: Have
0: a three I have charm? no skills, though. No.
2: Yeah, give me a charm roll. All right. Just straight-up charm roll.
0: That's gonna be a four
2: now that these things uh, have all grouped together in a line mm-hmm. they come out from behind the trees and they move toward you and those you can see now that they have teeth in their mouth like rattlesnake fangs two big mm-hmm. rattlesnake fangs. their mouths begin to open unnaturally long uh we're going into action frames
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: and because you were shouting out to your god I can't even say that your buddies have been alarmed because that's what you do. It's, that's the way you do right, your thing. Right, yeah. So they've heard I, nothing.
1: I, I was going to ask how long he's been gone.
0: <laughs> Probably a few uh, minutes, right?
2: Yeah, he's just been gone for a few minutes. And although the wind is loud, once in a while you would hear his voice because he's calling out loud, right, to his mm-hmm. god. And this is not something unusual. You've heard him do this before. So right doesn't strike you as anything strange uh, uh Jeffy, these things are leaping toward you with their with their jaws wide open okay and you are
0: uh at this point i will reach like behind me and pull out the two axes and i will just say uh, uh yell out at that point it's like ah so fodden has sent you to test me then yes yes come Let's do it!
2: Yeah, we're doing it all right. I've got three attacks coming your way. Do you have a multi-attack, or are you going to choose one of these?
0: Uh, No, I'm just going to choose one at a time.
2: All right, let's roll. The one in the center is going straight for the uh, weapon arm. Uh, He's attempting to grab it in his teeth. All right. Um,
0: Yeah, I'm just the the first one that comes towards me. I'm just going to kind of give like a very kind of circular like slashing across. I've got a six. Me too. Six plus one is seven.
2: Oh wow. okay. So you actually hit. Uh I get a yes, but all right. So I have so uh,
0: he's uh, got I've... armor
1: on, right? Oh, don't forget you your armor, it? Jesse. That's a different thing.
0: That's I true. do, do but armor? it was more it was
1: so Hyde's gonna cover your arms, right? With the bracers. Yeah. Well but hands. I didn't
0: I didn't like I I just put like it's not, like, gear. It's not, it's, like, I didn't buy, like, well, so you, plus, I didn't buy armor. Well, it's no, more, but, like. But leather, yeah, but is, even, a yeah,
1: leather a is a plus one, plate a plus three, three. hide would be, like, a plus two, right? Like, it's in that middle. Like, not a plus two, but, like, a two, like. It, it's I would like,
2: call hide a plus one, because it two, I would say, more like chain. Hmm.
0: But doesn't matter, I didn't, I so I put down, he has, so he's wearing hides, but I didn't, like, purchase, I didn't spend XP or anything on armor.
2: I will give you a plus one for that. So that means I've got a no, but, you've got a yes, and. Let's resolve you first, you rolled higher. What are you doing? All
0: right, so, uh, so yeah, as I swing, I pretty much crack this thing, like, across the head. And my, I would say it's like, it was in a lunge when it came at me. So my force actually like pushes it to the side and hits, and makes it like collide with one of the other creatures next to it.
2: Okay. What it was trying to do was bite the arm with the weapon in it. So the mouth was coming right up to that arm. Um, Mm -hmm. But instead you just flick your wrist around and slashed its jaw wide open. It's, its head has been split open it is in fact solid but as your blade moves through it it turns into smoke like like a chalk dust cloud the ones on either side did not get close enough to attack you this round so that's it and it's time for the next frame this guy is just you struck him and then he disappeared Hmm. um have you have you shouted out anything I uh, I
0: mean, know. yeah, I just, I, I, I've just, uh, right before my attack, like before we swung, as I pulled the axes out, I yelled out about, you know, being tested by Jal, by, by Fodin and everything like that. So I have yelled quite reasonably, I think.
2: Would you say that was yelling like loud enough to be heard back at camp? Oh yeah,
3: Probably. Like
1: no, he's shouting one, at the yelling, gods, right?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. No, knowing his character,
3: he's definitely shouting as loud. Yeah, I'm yelling
0: loud enough for the for Foden above to hear me. So,
2: all right, so let's get psyche rolls from the other two guys. This is not quite hearing, but also kind of sensing danger.
1: I got a three.
2: Oh, you sense nothing. I
1: have, I have one in psyche. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, that's a six. Yeah. Kurt, you you know immediately something is wrong, and those are not those are not the sounds Hot makes when he's calling to his God. He's he's fighting something.
3: So then Drake kind of slowly gets up and just kind of dusts himself off, like it, like as nonchalantly as possible. And he <laughs> and then he looks to Halfred and he says, "You do know you're friend, are... now are are you? You're just part of the clan. You're not brother. Like, would you call each other brothers?"
1: I mean, probably in a clan sense, but I don't think we're actually blood-related. Although, right, who yeah. knows, right? With the size yeah, of the yeah. clan, maybe. Yeah, there's...
3: exactly. Yeah, you guys are probably related. Um, so, Drake is probably like, so you're not going to save your brother?
1: What? Is he in trouble? And he looks around, he like sticks his finger in his ear and he wiggles it around.
3: <laughs> and I have Drake not heard goes, anything. Uh, Drake goes, ah, come. And he slowly just heads the way that he heard where hot Rothen was headed. Cut back. I think I brushed past you then. Oh yeah, for sure. He's not, he's not getting there as quick as you are. Jesse. Yeah. uh, These, the other
2: two have now uh, gotten close enough. They're both uh, each trying to bite one arm at this time. And what are you trying to do?
0: All right. So as they kind of begin to lunge, he's actually going to take the ax and I'm assuming are we in like a snowy landscape right now? You'd say You're in
2: a very snowy landscape. There's a hard wind blowing. Uh you yep. have you have no cover around though because you found a place, you found a clearing. Right. So I'm actually gonna take
0: the axe and I'm gonna turn it as almost like a shovel, and I'm gonna attempt to like scoop some snow and toss it into the face of one of these creatures to kind of Temporarily blind it, or you know, at least obscure its
2: vision. Uh, okay, is there a, an attack skill of some kind that you think applies here?
0: Uh, I mean, unless it's unless it's a a technique that I've used with my axe before.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're um, using your axe.
2: Yeah, I, I know. That. That's I know, but you don't just get the bonus for like having it in your hand while you do. I know. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say no bonus for that. Go ahead and roll for you.
0: That's
2: a five. Okay, I have a six here. Uh, You're getting bit, buddy. Your your left arm is it high? No, it's your left forearm. Are you left handed or right handed?
0: Uh, right handed.
2: Okay, so your non weapon arm Mm -hmm. uh, is seized in these gigantic fangs that lock down on it. And begin pulling. And mm. you take one point of grace right away. Okay. Uh, and it's not letting go. It's like a like a rattlesnake or a a parrot beak. It wants to break your bone. Right, yeah. And your action, okay, this guy has a six. The other guy had a three. Mm-hmm. Your action is a shovel snow in the face of... I, I kind of want to roll dice now. Which one?
0: <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we'll go, uh, high is the one on my arm. Low is the one not on my arm. And that's, uh, that's a three. That's low. So the one not on my arm right now.
2: Yeah. It's the other one. And your role was a what?
0: Three. Oh, uh, my roll yeah? was a five.
2: Oh, that's a yes. And okay. All right. The snow hits this things and it actually covers up its eyes. Mm. It shrieks. Now you guys at the camp hear this banshee scream comes from the woods. You know, just maybe uh, fifty meters away, and then it disappears in a in a puff of snow. Hmm. The other one is still on your arm, and let's cut back to the other guys. Uh, so, Drake, you seem pretty
3: laconic about this whole thing. Are you just strolling, or are you actually getting to move on? Well, I'm gonna assume that Helfred is kind of booking it after he hears the banshee scream. That scream, they- yeah, that's that's not even like the loudest, highest.
2: Shrillest young woman you've ever heard. This is
3: higher and shriller than that. That is, this is a non human sound, yeah. So, I'm going to say that probably halfred is probably booking it. So, like, I am. He, so, then Drake is kind of says to himself, Well, this should be fun, and then he kind of takes off running himself, but he doesn't take off in a full run like some people do, like pumping their arms and stuff like that. He does it kind of like a little kid where he puts his arms kind of to his side and kind of takes the wind out of, out of it hitting him and then just kind of runs with his head down. Well, it's
0: because Drake knows that Faden has the, has eyes on hot Ruffin and would never let anything happen to him. So he's like, ah, oh, it's fine. He's, yep, that must <laughs> be <laughs> it. That
3: must be it. Drake totally believes that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I if I'm close enough, I charge. Or like if I'm, you know, within a distance to charge, I would charge, swinging my sword.
2: As you come into the clearing, you see this. I imagine you're still seeing it. You see it from behind, and it's it's got your buddy's arm in its mouth. Uh, It is tugging him. uh, It's strong enough to perhaps tug him off his feet. It's not as big or as heavy as he is. But it's pulling with all of its might. And you are now, you know, if you you could throw something at this distance. Um, but the, the moment you first see it, you know, it's it's uh you know out in the middle of the clearing and you've just come into the clearing. So let's say 15 meters off. The moment you see it, you could throw something right now, or you could close the distance. What's your instinct?
1: So I guess maybe since it's far away, instead. I cast a defending spell on hotdraffin
2: oh very nice let's do that what are you aiming so to he, do let's let's hear it
1: all right so he he runs out you know kind of comes up short because it's sort of far away and he you know makes the snap judgment of like all right this is gonna be better and and he stops and you know he he's got the you know the sword in one hand and he kind of reaches out with the other hand and he you know says and another language that sounds much cooler. Uh, you know, you know, great mother bear protect, you know, Hothra Hothrofen and, you know, like extends his hands out and the, the runes start to glow a little bit and that you know everything's blowing around. And I, I guess we should probably roll first to see what happens right before well, we now I need
2: to I need to I need to speak mechanics for just a minute. Okay. Are we trying to give them a plus one, a plus two? What are we trying to give? I them?
1: um how about we try to give them a plus two?
2: We should probably come up with a way of fictizing that, like a small protection, a medium protection, or large protection, mm. or something like that. Yeah, um, just so that we don't talk numbers. But this does affect the difficulty that you're shooting for. So
1: Right, right, right. And I wondered how we were gonna figure that out. <laughs> Yeah, so, so so like a like a plus two.
2: Yeah. This is gonna be very hard. This is a six. It's
1: gonna be a six. All right. Well here we go. Oh, now, I do, failed are you, you using my brother. Oh my god. No, I'm using brains. I got three in brains. My spell casting is two, but I rolled three threes, so that's only a five.
2: Oh, we missed by one. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to, there's some sort of, something goes wrong with your spell, but you're also going to get a, this is a no, but so you can think about what the, butt part's going to be. You missed by just one. So you cast your spell, but you, you said a word wrong, or you're about to say a word wrong and you stopped in the, in the middle of it and then quickly tried to correct yourself. But then you said the wrong word. You, completely fucking disoriented yourself, you're taking a neg one. The spell does not have any effect. Mm. You began speaking and actually just sort of tried to correct yourself in the middle, and it was a bad idea. The spell just fails. However, uh, it is possible to actually hurt yourself because you're putting your own magical energy into this thing. You avoid hurting
3: yourself. That much is good, but the spell has no effect. Drake? I'm going to get within the whatever what drake would think would be the right distance between him and hot and hot Roffin, boy it's really hard to say your name i just wish you, you just keep the age, so i didn't have to fucking say it okay anyway hot rafin anyway <laughs> that's a good way to look at it anyway um i think we and, might just call him hot from here on out yeah for sure he's so hot anyway um So I think what I'm going to do is I am going to use my spell transference and I'm going to take the harm that he was dealt from this being. And he knows that he's in harm because of, you know, him, the thing kind of biting down on him and he wants to transfer it to this beast. Uh Uh-huh. Beautiful.
2: Beautiful. Uh, That was one point of harm. So let me quick look up the DL for you. That's going to be a... Wow. Wow. Okay, this is an eight. Are you ready? Jeez. No, I'm not. <laughs> what does it look like when, when you do when you do this magic? What? How does it look?
3: Yeah. So basically, he each one that he does takes a different stance. So for this one, when he's doing the transference, he actually gets his legs kind of he kind of spreads them out a little bit as he stands to kind of like this weird like just apart, equidistant kind of thing. And he will kind of take his hands and kind of swirl them in a way to where it it looks like he's taking it from one item. And then he kind of puts his hand and kind of filters it out to another thing and kind of does his hands in another way where it's going to another item. And then he will say like a bunch of, again, a bunch of words that most people are, most people that aren't in the school of... Vitalia wouldn't understand
2: yeah yeah okay cool Uh, is there do we see any CGI
3: (laughs) yes you would you would actually It, it would it would take in the magic it would take shape of you know the first thing would be hot rothin and then the next thing would be this beast and like you so then depending upon if the spell works or not would be how present in the CGI would actually, the shapes gotcha. would come out.
2: Gotcha. So we've got the wind whipping around. We've got the shrieking banshee noise. The two of these guys come into the clearing. Both of them attempt casting spells. As as far as you know, Hot, Jesse, d- nothing has happened yet, but you, you're you expecting the effects of your brother's magic and your friend's magic to, to help you. You just see them off in the distance and you know they're coming. And it gives you a, a a moment's hope, and let's see what happens with the spell. You need to beat eight. I don't know if that's going to happen.
3: I'll find out. Okay, so this is so. Then I have a question. Then, so because I'm taking this harm from Hotrothin, am I using his stat as what I'm rolling for that?
2: Oh uh, no! It um, the amount of damage you're transferring uh, is. Where the difficulty comes from, okay. But uh, other than that, like it could be any two, any two creatures. So it's your. I'm gonna guess psyche. Yeah. Right. You use psyche Yeah. For this? yeah okay. For sure. So it's a psyche roll, and you get a plus three because that's your level in uh, Vitalia magic. In Vitalia. Okay. We
3: want a six <laughs> in there. It's a nine. Yes. <laughs> nice. I got two sixes, baby. Two threes, two sixes.
2: Drake, that is a yes, and so I'll tell you the first part. Um, hot, your your arm is in this thing, and you can feel that it wants to snap the bone. It's starting to tug you off your feet. Just at that moment, out of the corner of your eye, you see your brothers come entering the clearing, and they start waving their hands around. At that moment,
0: and Drake.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking in shorthand because this thing hurts, right? <laughs> yeah. At that moment, your skin literally repels the teeth outward, (laughs) pushing its mouth open again, while the teeth rot and fall out of its mouth. The creature screams in pain and dissipates in a cloud of smoke. And now you get an action.
0: (laughs) 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 Uh, so when they dissipate into smoke, is there any, like, residue or or dust or anything that's left in the area?
2: Yeah, everybody makes psyche rolls.
3: Tell me your highest.
1: Three. Uh,
3: can I get a plus one because I didn't get an and?
1: The and was the teeth fell out, probably. Oh, right? the teeth. Okay. All right. All right. Shut up, no, John! I'm, you're
3: supposed to let Todd answer that. Jeez, no, I'm, no, ju- I'm and,
2: saying
1: probably
3: <laughs> the
2: and, um, You're right. You you get your and. Oh, nice.
3: That's a five for me.
2: <laughs> After all that, <laughs> um, <laughs> hot, uh, you, you've you've uh, you've heard tales of ancient battles long before you guys were born that took place between the ferocious tribes who used to rule this, these lands long ago. Their names may have been lost to history, or if you, were, if you were a historian, you might be able to cough them up. But all you know is that long, long ago, uh, you're passing through an area that was, that was a battlefield in which many thousands were slain, and that the losing sides, their souls, were put into subservience to the evil god of the victors. Some of those souls remain to this day, haunting the ground on which they were slain, hating all life. That's who these are. The best word we have is shadow people.
0: Alright. At that point, could...
2: Two XP uh, for Hot, one XP for Drake.
0: Uh, so Hot wants to wants to attempt to assist these souls into, into returning to the good graces of Beal of, of the God of war. And so, uh, well, I, I would like to create a monument, create a, a, a focal point of the energy within the nature and, uh, in, in almost like a bridge for them to, uh, to connect to, to travel over.
1: A rainbow bridge?
0: No, no, like a, like a like a beacon that will call them to it, while at the same time alerting Beale to their presence, so that he can pull them back into his his army of the afterlife.
2: Okay, and the magical art that you're using is?
0: I didn't choose one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I mean, I did. All right. So, so let's, so, so can we walk through a little bit then? Because I kind of just did spell casting.
2: Okay. So the, the magical arts, do you have them in front of you? I can. They're in the big dock, but they're also in that smaller dock yep. that I saw. Okay. There's like 15 There's... of them. Yeah, those are treated as specialties. Okay, so so just like other specialties, you choose one. That's the one you get your full mod in. And then when you try any of the others, you're at a neg one. Gotcha. Unless you spend extra XP to buy them up individually, which you can now do. But that's another thing.
0: Let's see. So I think his his main one would be in divining, right? Yeah, it was going divination. Like, I think like his main thing would be, he has basically like two things. It's like divination and augury. It would be like, you know, uh, communing, communing with nature to find the truth, but also at the same time, um, attempting to look for signs of the future. So, but I, yeah, so it would be divination with like a secondary and an augury.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh okay, but it sounds like making the rainbow bridge is sort of outside your usual forte. So you're gonna be at a next it is, one. yes. All right. Okay, and uh it's also not easy, my friend. Uh you need to hit six. That is a six plus
0: two minus one is seven. Whoa. I rolled three sixes in a five. That's insane. <laughs> uh
2: I forgot to give you an XP for being wounded, so take two Four. XP right now and tell me what this bridge looks like huh all What's right so like? yeah so
0: so actually it doesn't it doesn't so much show up as it so i uh what he does is uses branches and rocks and everything from the area to create a um almost like a a teepee style mound uh in the middle of this clearing And he draws, you know, clears a big circle around it and everything and draw and and then clears a small path kind of forward. And once it all completes, there is a dim glow, almost like a fire burning within. But it's this this kind of white light and uh, it draws a it draws along the trail and opens up almost a doorway of sorts where you see the outline of this figure of a mighty warrior and 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 beal actually forms on the other side and uh and at that point he begins.
2: and to, <laughs> yes and you see these wispy shadowy humanoids mm-hmm. approaching from all sides there must be 50 of them and when they come to the edge of the clearing standing between the trees they just sort of shoot into the center and they're gone one after the other and then the light just sort of flares up and sinks back down, mm. and you're left with just a mound of snow. There you go.
0: And I imagine too, like as they, uh, as like the these these shadow figures appear on the edge, as they light up before they get sucked into the gateway, you actually see like their their previous like human form as they like they are reconstituted into their original soul and then shot through the gate.
2: Uh, you get an and is, are you, are you, uh, do you have an idea for that? Or is Um, that the end?
0: How about, uh, can, can I, can I, can I kind of hold an and as like a blessing? (laughs) So like I have, so like almost like a, like maybe like a, like an extra die or something in, in a future case, just in case,
1: you know, like a boon from the God, right?
0: Exactly. Like, I have, I have Bale, like, I returned Bale's warriors to him, so he's kind of, like, looking over my shoulder a little bit right now.
2: Yeah, okay, so here's the way we're going to play this out. Um, you, at, at the moment, the light flares up and then goes back out again. You feel, like, a, a, a touch, a warmth inside you. It feels like you're being thanked. It feels like you're being patted on the head. It feels like you did a good thing. And you feel that energy in you still. Mm-hmm. You feel positive. You feel hopeful. You feel that this mission will be a success. Mm-hmm. You feel that you feel that you're blessed by Beale. Now, mechanically, you're holding a plus one. E- I'm gonna for- I'm gonna forget. <laughs> I'll write it down. <laughs> but at the moment, Beale thinks you're in the worst danger. That's mm-hmm. when it will happen. Sounds
0: good. All right. And yeah, so he kind of you you see him kind of like rel- he's like oh, and he's like all excited and super uh, you know, super excited and as soon and like the the gate the w- gateway immediately disappears and he's like oh, and then goes oh, oh no and he like immediately like destroys the the mound that he made and like wipes it all out. And then
2: he's yeah, like, you oh, basically oh. just invented the spell. No your brothers have never seen anything like this.
0: Oh yeah. Because that's it. That's like, there's no, like, he doesn't do like spells. It's like, f- it's feeling. It's, it's all just in the yeah. moment. Yeah. You guys and, you know, just Alfred's, saw
2: something miraculous.
1: Yeah. He's kind of like wild eyed. Like, he's got the sword up and he's watching these things sort of like come in and then he's like st- start shooting past us and he's like wants to swing, but like clearly, you know, Hothrofen's doing something. And then when it's all over, he's like, what, what, what was that? and how
0: will just walk and like put a show put a hand on on Halford's shoulder and be like why are you awake brother you should still be asleep go go to bed (laughs) we have much journeying to do tomorrow I love it and he'll at that point he'll walk and he'll actually look at Drake and like give him kind of a side glance but then like give him a the tiniest nod of the head and then like walk back to the camp
3: Uh, Unlike Drake's character, um, he does give him a little bit back of recognition. But again, just in the slightest, just in the slightest. (laughs) But that'll be the last time he probably does that.
1: (laughs) Alfred just kind of like shakes his head like there was this immense danger and then this crazy stuff happens. And then like maybe these two just shared a moment, although I don't know if he would pick up on it. He just kind of like throws the sh- the sword over his shoulder and trudges back towards the campsite.
2: I kind of feel like you were the person they were hiding that glance from. And the only people who saw it is the viewing audience at home.
1: hmm Yeah.
2: Definitely. Sweet. Yeah, um, what you guys just saw, if you weren't magic users yourselves, that would have been a psyche roll just for seeing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because you're both magic users, you both recognize, well. Wow, this guy's to you it's just like hey he's pretty fucking good Mm -hmm.
3: yeah and i think i've i've dealt enough with like life and death that that kind of stuff doesn't really scare me that much so it's more of like a recognition like oh this is what he's performing you know he doesn't know exactly what it is but he knows the gist of it
2: yeah, uh, even though you don't recognize shadow people and you're from a different land, so you don't know the history of this land, you still sort of, you know, your whole magic shtick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do recognize these as spirits of the dead, and you may not know why, but mm-hmm. obviously they're disgruntled over something. Yeah, and he yeah. sent them somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's that's what you know.
1: Right? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like like Halford's more of actually more of a fighter, but he's been, you know, sort of blessed with this ability that, that sort of co-mingle the, the defending in the, in the animal speech, right. Because of the way it ties into the, you know, the myths that the, that the tribe tells or the, or the religion or, you know, however you want to look at it, that he's, he's not quite. And now I think maybe I should have flipped brains in psyche. Now that this is sort of playing out, that it's more of a, Intuitive thing than it is I like a kind of think, yeah, thinking thing. I don't know if you want me to switch them now or. if it, Uh, well,
2: you know what? Better now than like six episodes down the road, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We mm-hmm. haven't
2: we haven't gotten in too deep.
1: Okay, I think that makes more sense. I'll move my spell casting then. So, sort of like, if he, you know, thinks that, you know, like again, like the spell would be more important than me trying to smash the thing that he, like, he just sort of intuits it. As opposed to like really thinking about it per se, right? Like he's being guided by the, uh, you know, by the great bear mother.
2: Yeah. Which I think works well with the the magical arts rules in core. The whole idea is just like skills. You're supposed to sort of think of it as a springing off point for some other idea. So be, you know, Mm -hmm. be flexible, be creative with it.
1: This podcast is a proud member of the legends of tabletop broadcast network.